You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 186. And I just I just prayed like I, we're big into prayer and our faith. And I was like, God, I know this is what you have for us. You know, your word says you won't forsake us. And I just prayed over our business and I affirmed our business. And that's been the biggest thing is those affirmations. Mm-hmm. Like they don't it don't work in the moment that you're doing it. But if you do it consistently. Yeah. Oh, my God, the stuff I'm speaking is happening. And it's like, oh, I have power. I got magical power. Oh, man. I love it. Of course you do. <laughs> This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Rhino Nation. Yes, it is Brent Daniels here. Another flaming hot podcast coming at you. And I wanted to uh, open up this podcast with a thought, something that's been in my head for you know the last couple weeks. And I think that it's very, very interesting. We are now approaching the 10-year anniversary of when the economic world collapsed. It collapsed about 10 years from now, coming up in a couple months. It was, you know, uh, the September, October time of 2008 when everything just came to a screeching halt. And what I will tell you with that is, you know, I've been reading about the economic collapse. I've been thinking about it. And, you know, in one book that I just read, it is called The Rhythm of Life. It talks about the darkest hour is right before the dawn. But the darkest hour gives birth to the greatest children of light. And I really, really like that. I highlighted that and I earmarked that in the book because I really think, um, at, at least this is just coming from a personal perspective. This is coming from a lot of, you know, networking with incredible professionals, but just getting that sense, knowing what it's like to lose everything, knowing what it's like to start over, knowing what it's like to scratch and claw and dig out of financial hole or bankruptcy or whatever it is, um, I think has made us smarter. And I think for that generation that was in junior high, high school during that time, you know, the, the, the quote unquote millennials, I really love this group. I hire a lot of them. My team is, is made up of a lot of that, a lot of millennials, a lot of that age group, and they are just fun, way smarter than I was at that age. And I really think that they learned from their parents or their family, their aunts and uncles, I mean, whoever, their grandparents that had lost everything or had really taken a huge hit, they learned about fiscal responsibility. They learned about not taking on too much debt. They learned about making sure that they can earn and and provide enough to pay for all of their bills and debts and everything. And I think it's just beautiful. I am so excited and bullish about what we've got going on right now. I think that with a smarter generation and with just that passion that we have for real estate, We're in a position now to just truly, truly go after our dreams. And yeah, there might be that fear, that hangover, that, that kind of, you know, kind of shadow that lurks over our, you know, our, our dreams and our business of what will happen if that happens again. But I truly believe that we're a lot smarter and we're doing a lot better things just from a fundamental level that we were able to avoid a lot of that and go with a lot of positivity, a lot of light 
and just really, really make an impact in the community. So with that three-minute little uh, rant there, I am so happy. Coming from Birmingham, Alabama, is a wonderful and incredible real estate professional that has done everything for the past, I mean, since she's been able to work to fight and scratch and claw and win and win and win and lose and win and win and lose and and stay positive and keep that passion for real estate alive. So with that, I want to introduce the world to Brittany Thompson. Say hello, Brittany. Woo! What's up, everybody? (laughs) I'm fired up, man. I love it. I love it. So amazing. Bringing the energy. So, uh, Brittany, tell us where you are from, where you're working, and kind of what is your background? All right. So, again, and thank you, Brent. I'm honored and just humbled to be on this call. I'm calling from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. A little bit about me. I'm a mom of three. We got, what, eight years, seven years, 14-month-old, and I'm happily married for the past 10 years to my middle school sweetheart, Leon, who's <laughs> slaying dragons at work as we speak. <laughs> I love it. A little bit about our background. It's funny because as you were going through your notes from the book you're reading, we've experienced all that, like bankruptcy, foreclosure, like networking with the with the repo man, picking up our cars. Sure. The man cutting our lights off, like... We've been fighting, man. We were hungry, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we just we're bumping our head. We tried a uh, different type of multi-level marketing. We sold a uh, mortgage protection for like eight years. And we, I mean, we just, anything we could do to create a new lifestyle because we knew that this, you know, nine to five in is, is not how you're going to make it. And we want freedom and we want to travel, we want to serve God and give. We want to write checks and not worry about what's in the bank. So mm-hmm. we got some big goals and dreams and we're just we're just fighting. We're just fighters. I love it. And I'm telling you, this is a story that is, you know, I, I mean, it is repeated across the country. And I think it really hits home. I think it really does for closures and, and, and getting cars taken and, you know, and, and just in that whole like time period and now crawling out of it and getting out of it, you know, how did you find real estate? How did you, did you always have a passion for it? Is this a new thing? Did you think, you know, is this just something that kind of fell in your lap? Like, tell me about that. Well, and thanks for asking. So uh, we have a small background in real estate. My mom, she's actually a really hot broker here in the Hoover area. I watched her work out deals. And, you know, honestly, I I never saw myself in sales. Like I was always in banking. I worked with several big banks out there for like 10, 15 years. I've done a lot in my little 32 years here on earth. But as far as how I found real estate, man, I was just searching and doing uh, insurance. I was getting chargebacks. We were just making poor decisions with our money. And I was up late bouncing my baby. And I'm just like, there's got to be more. Like, what else is there? And I'm just Googling, you know, make money. You know, <laughs> just, just like trying to figure some stuff out. Because we had bills, bro. It was sure. Hard. Sure. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and we we didn't have time to wait three weeks in the hole to get a check for 1500 to have Uncle Sam take out his five and then insurance and everything else. Like, it wasn't there. Yep. There was nothing left. So we're Googling. I come across, um, and you and you probably know, uh, Sean Terry's Flip to Freedom. Sure. I, I found out about the how to make five, at that time, 5K in 30 days. And, you know, we grabbed held to that. 
We did bandit signs for like, you know, four weeks straight, middle of the night, and we got our first deal, and the sky's the limit since then, man. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. And when was that? When did you start, Brittany? Oh, gosh. I want to say that was, what, 2014, 2015-ish, something like that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So you got your first deal, 2014, 2015. What did you do? Did you flip it? Did you wholesale it? What did you do? Man, I did what everybody else would have did. I sat on it, man. I, did all <laughs> <laughs> I got my check and I just went on vacation. It was dumb, man. Right. <laughs> so you did you assign it to somebody then? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I signed it and we got the cash and it was awesome. It was great. And how much did you make on your first deal? Made thirty six sixty seven. I'll never forget it. Woo-hoo-hoo. I love <laughs> it. Yeah, I love it. So, and then, and well, and that's the toughest part, right? The toughest part is to start every day at zero. I tell all of my, right. I tell all of the students in TTP, you got to start every day at zero. Zero deals in your pipeline, zero pendings, zero money in your account. You got to pretend and, and put that in there to keep it going until you can get to the point where, you know, you're building up your assets enough to where you're, you're, you know, you can live passively. But if you start every day at zero, you got that hunger, you got that passion, you keep the momentum going because once you get going in this business, once the pipeline starts filling up and really you, you keep talking to new people every single day and providing opportunities every single day, it just starts going really, really, really crazy and really great and really profitable. But you have to stay consistent. It's so hard because we love going out and, and paying off just certain things and, 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 and going on vacations and, you know, oh, it's raining out today. I'm not going to work today. You know, nobody wants to answer the phone when it's raining or snowing or whatever else. You know what I mean? Oh, it's Saturday. I don't want to bother anybody on Saturday. You know, all these things that prevent us from like really exploding our business. So I hear you. I absolutely have, have worked with that. And I really think, you know, if you keep the mentality of starting every day at zero. It really, really helps because it gives you that kind of a little bit of nervousness, a little bit of that anxiety that I think is healthy. I think it keeps the blood flowing and it keeps you your body movement. So that's awesome. So you did your first deal and then tell me, how's the evolution of your business? Walk me from 2014 to now. You know, basically, man, it's just been a, a rebirth. Like I said, we got the first deal. We were fired up. We figured this works. We cried, all of that. And then we sat like we did really unwise stuff. And then, you know, after a few months, we just realized we can do this again and again. Like we don't have to take a break. Like we can do this tomorrow. Yes. (laughs) So after going through that, really just sad because, you know, we got to get that that wheel rolling again. You know, before we 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 had traction, but now we had to start all the way over from scratch. And so we went through the emotional of, you know, man, it's not working, man, this is working. And the deal fell through because we had deals fall through. Sure. And I just I just prayed like we're big into prayer and our faith. And I was like, God, I know this is what you have for us. You know, your word says you won't forsake us. And I just prayed over our business and I affirmed our business. And that's been the biggest thing is those affirmations. Mm -hmm. Like they don't it don't work in the moment that you're doing it. But if you do it consistently. Oh, my. God, the stuff I'm speaking is happening. And it's like, oh, I have power. I got magical power, man. I love it. Of course you do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So give me give me specifics. I mean, when you were starting out in this business, what struggles did you face when you first started? Um, so when we started, we didn't have any money. We were sure. broke. Sure. So I had to use a credit card to buy the course. 
Then I had to use a credit card to get the bandit signs and I had to use a credit card for gas. I don't recommend it. Mm-hmm. If you if whatever you got to sell in your house, do that. But that, at that time period, that's just what we had. We, we don't have a lot of value or we didn't at that time have a lot of things worth anything to sell. Right. So we just sweat equity, bandit signs. That's it, man. And also on uh, like pre foreclosures, because I was trying to just. I was going fishing. I was putting out lines trying to get something. I would just handwrite cards and send them in, like thank you cards. Yep. People don't do yep. that. Yep. I had enough time on my hands because I'm, you know, I'm at home. I wrote thank you cards saying, "Hey, I want to buy your house." Yada yada yada. And we would get calls, and we landed with a couple of deals here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, the biggest turnaround came, I want to say, year before last, through networking with another young lady. You know, she worked out of state. She was wholesaling here, so she was virtual wholesaling. Wanted me to be her boots on the ground. At first, it was weird. I didn't trust anybody, so it was hard trusting her because she was like at a distance, and I'm sure it was probably the same for her. Sure. But long story short, she would get properties on the contract. We would do the JV deal. We would get paid, and it was like, okay, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. And I was like, well, now I can go get my own leads because I'm making some money. So as far as specific, I think I did maybe five or six deals with her. And then I just started um, doing more of the um, mailing them out. I started cold calling a little bit. I didn't understand it. Yeah. But that cold, man, that cold calling is fire, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's interesting, right? So I I really see, you know, there's, I've I've been doing it for a while, right? Of course, but I I never did banded signs, but I know, you know, the cost of the banded sign run out and to put them out there and to wait for the calls to come in and, you know, in some places around the country, it works. It works really well. But I'm telling you, <laughs> for less cost, you can get somebody's phone number and call them and see if they would consider an offer. And I think it's really if you've never done a deal before or if you're just getting going or if you're if you've done a ton of deals, but the costs keep going up and up and up. I'm telling you, you got to pick up the phone and TTP. You got to talk to people on a daily basis because it is it, you're cutting out all the fat. You're cutting out all of the excess movement that you need to do. You're going straight to the homeowner and you're having a good conversation. As long as you, you know, follow the script and have a good, kind, an optimistic tone, then you're going to do amazing. So you started doing some cold calling and then what happened? Oh man. So it's basically like, I like to reference the matrix, taking the red, red pill and the blue yep. pill. Yeah. Like, like the red pill is mail and the blue pill is, is cold call. And I was like, man, I took that blue pill, man. And we got our first deal using your program yeah. like two weeks. Like I just I still can't believe it, bro. And it's the highest fee we ever made. Like it's a lot for us. Okay. So let's, <laughs> let's break this down. So let's help the, the audience understand what that means. So not understand what it means, but where you found it. So what list did you call on? I called the list you told me to call Mm -hmm. (laughs) in your course. It was the um, high equity Mm -hmm. absentee owner list. Yep. Beautiful. So we like to call it the tired landlord list. You know, you're looking for properties that are older. You're looking for ownership of, you know, a while, at least, you know, a few years, the longer, the better, the longer they own it, the better. Certain zip codes are going to be better than others because they're going to, you know, be in rougher areas or nicer areas. So it just depends. So you called the uh, tired landlord list and then what happened? So I, I called the list. We got some leads coming. I had this one guy call from Georgia and he just kept calling. And I was like, yep, there's something to this because he just <laughs> keeps calling because they, they don't do that to people. <laughs> sure. And, and let me preface this. Before we started your program, we were already cold calling, but I had always felt like there was something off. Like we were missing this fate, this 
intense part of the system to make this thing boom. Sure. And it was, it was the list and the consistency and the reading. Once I implemented all of those at the same time, it was like, boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, awesome. I do. Yeah. So, and check this out. This guy that kept calling our cell phone receptions didn't work out. We, t- I texted this deal like this. I have never talked to this dude. Yeah. It's all been text message. Yeah. It's so, like, so you, did you call him and leave a message? Yes. And, yeah. and my, my VA, I got a VA that I was in the Philippines. She called and called and he called me back. Like I said, we couldn't connect. So we started texting. Okay. And yeah, I left, he, she left message. He called back. He left message. I called back. I left message. And then he said, forget it. I'm just, are you Brittany with the buys houses? And we just took off from there. Beautiful. I love it. So I always say in every deal, there's always three core elements, right? They want to sell. They trust that you can get it done and you solve their problem. So what, what was his problem? What was going on in his life that made him want to sell that property? Perfect. So again, he's out of state in Atlanta. He was renting the property out. Unfortunately, the last tenants that was there, they didn't take care of the property. Got they it. didn't. And so it was just, it was just getting bad, man. Yep. And he can't come and fix it because he's out of state. So it sits mm. or it sat. Mm-hmm. So he, he was just, I mean, he had a property that was beat up and vacant. Right. Oh yeah. Double <laughs> Yeah. That's, I mean, it is, you know what I mean? It's, and it feels so good. I don't know. This is kind of like a sidetrack, but it feels so good to get a property cleaned up and like a family in there or somebody living in there. You know what I mean? Like the, it just feels good. Yes, absolutely. It's a nice neighborhood. It's a couple houses that don't look right. But other than that, I drove through it and it's nice. Like it's not even like bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So, well, let's talk specific. Let's talk, you know, what did you get it under contract for and what did you assign it for? So after some negotiation, mind you, he started at 16000 and it was listed before. Okay. Talked to him, told him, like, we don't do listed properties, you know, all of that type thing. Got him down to six. Went to check out the property. And I was like, man, this thing looks bad, bro. There's no way. Like, we like to be all in at 20. Yep. Like, and he said, well, I said, it needs 20 worth of work. He said, so what, you're not giving me nothing? And I was like, well, I'll give you $1,000. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm not like the lowballer. My husband, he's the dude that's like gut check lowballer. Sure. So I'm nice with it. I'll give you too much on accident. Sure. And um, basically, he was like, yeah, six. I was like, nah, one. I was like, he's like, well, you know, I can walk away with 3000 or something like that. Yeah. And I found out he was back taxes and that that's his own story. So I was like, well, you know, we don't pay those. That's on you. Yep. So it's going to come out of your port. So he's probably going to walk away with 2100 yeah, um, not probably he's going away with twenty one hundred dollars, and I wholesaled it for thirteen. Woo! Boom, baby! <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So you're gonna make uh, ten plus on it. Ten, man. We have never made that much, bro. <laughs> what? I love it. I, well, it's just the beginning <laughs> for you. I'm telling you, it really is. <laughs> You know, as you guys keep getting more consistent and you build up your cash buyer database and you provide more opportunities in the neighbor, I'm telling you, it's just going to go up and up and up and up and up. And I love it. So how do you stay consistent with making the calls and following up with these leads and making sure that nothing slips through the cracks? Great question. So like I said, we have the VA working 24 hours a week. She works uh, Monday through Saturday, four hour shifts each day. She generates my leads. I call them. And it's like you guys said before, I've got so many leads, like I just cannot reach them all. 
I, I never thought I'd have that problem before. So now I'm trying to network and say, hey, if you help me call my leads, I'll give you a percent on them. Just trying to figure some stuff out. So we need help. Yep. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. And by the way, you know, with everybody, it's with lead follow-up, it's all about triage. So if Brittany comes into the hospital with a flu and I go into the hospital with my arm cut off, they're going to treat me first. That's the way that you treat these leads. The hottest leads, the most ready to go leads need to be focused on absolutely first, but that doesn't matter. That I mean, that doesn't mean that you can't dig deep and follow up with all of those people. Remember, but lead follow-up, 80% of it is leaving voicemails. So we're talking about most of your follow-up is either a, a minute worth of it ringing and a minute worth of leaving a, vo- a voicemail. So two minutes or maybe a minute or two of a text message it's really not that big of deal. It's just, you get through it. You got to make sure that you know exactly what you're doing every single day. So either you print out all of your leads and you keep them organized in folders, or you keep them in some sort of CRM and you set tasks for yourself and you do not stop working for the day until you get all of those tasks done. You do that consistently. You will win. You will win big. This is a cash machine. This is hitting the lottery. It is all about staying consistent with this. It is amazing how many people with talent and skills and ability start getting deals. And then all of a sudden it stops because they don't stay consistent. They don't. Consistency is boring. Consistency is, you know, it has no fire to it, but I'm telling you, it is everything. It is the fuel to that. So it is the fuel of your business. So just remember that when you guys are getting a lot of leads like Brittany, when you're following up and she needs help, you know, if you're in Alabama, reach out. (laughs) (laughs) Please. So what would you say is your superpower? My superpower is my energy and my personality. Yes, I would agree with that a thousand percent. (laughs) I love it. So, I mean, if you're if you're a young entrepreneur listening to this, what advice would you give them? What what lesson would you teach uh, today's, you know, young entrepreneurs? You know what? Not even a lesson. I would teach them read the go giver. That's paramount to your success. Yep. hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. I read it every week for a year. Yeah. In 2016, it literally tripled my business and it's been going up and up and up since then. It is not what Brittany is saying is not a suggestion. It is a prescription. Do it. (laughs) Yes, that is amazing. So yeah, no, it is. I mean, it really, really is. It's a great fundamental quick read that'll just open up your eyes and really change your life. So tell me what your business looks like now, Brittany. Is it just you and your husband? Is it mostly you and your prospector in the Philippines? It is. My husband's extremely supportive, especially with the kids and, you know, understanding when I got to take a work call. But, you know, he's in it just as much as me. And one of our goals is to, you know, free him eventually if he chooses to at least not have to go to work every day like that. But, um, yep, it's myself, my prospector, and him, and, and my son, my eight-year-old, loves going driving for dollars. It's, love it's it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. That is so, amazing. That's awesome. Yes, we're fired up. Our business is growing. We've got different people have reached out to me. I'm, I'm on social media using it really for accountability because it's easy to get in my feelings so if I have to record a video, it's it's a lot easier for me to have some stuff to report when I'm recording. But I do that just it, mental. This business is incredibly mental. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And nobody really talks about that yep. so much. Yep. Action comes or whatever. But if your mind ain't right, your business is not going to be right. You got to get your mind right. For God. sure. 
<laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, I think it's so powerful. And I think some techniques to do that, obviously, are, you know, be around amazing people. You know, that's yeah. going to be number one is the people that yeah. you surround yourself with. And number yeah. two, you got to read really good books. You know, you got to focus on even five or 10 pages a day or whatever it is. I mean, you just put that good stuff in your head. I think you got to watch how much media you're watching and, and news and, and social media and all these other things. I think you got to watch and protect your, your mind from a lot of that stuff. But I think you can do that and build up a really nice plate of armor around your brain with really great people and really great books. You're right on. That's it, man. We we pretty much we cut off TV. We we do wholesaling ink. Like my family is probably over it, but that's what we listen to everywhere we're going yeah. at home. We don't watch hardly no TV. We when I'm not gospel. Every morning we start off with you know the Word of God, meditation, and reading. And like Tom Crow says, anybody can read. Start off at eight pages a day. Yep. It, it will change your life if yep. you do it every day. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Brittany, how do how do people get in touch with you? Well, fantastic question. So I'm on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Twitter. If you check out my Instagram, it's at the real BJT. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L, B as in boy, J, T as in Tom. And it'll it'll have a link for my YouTube channel. Just click the link in the in the bio and uh, watch my crazy videos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, they're they're super bloopers. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, any questions, I'd be more than happy to help anybody as long as you're active and you're running the business. Because mind you, I'm taking time for my family to answer your call and I don't mind doing that. Just please be serious. That's all I tell them. I love it. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing where you've been, sharing the ups and downs and and, and just, you know, that that excitement. I mean, it, you can feel it from you. You know what I mean? You're always like that, though. You've got that enthusiasm. You've got the... <laughs> You know, the, the passion and the fire, and it's just, it's contagious. So I absolutely love it. Guys, seriously, if you're in the area, reach out to Brittany. She might need your help if you are the best of the best in that area and you're serious. So definitely reach out to her. Also, you need to get, again, this is, a, this is another reminder that October 15th through the 17th in Asheville, North Carolina is the Number one, the best, the most incredible meetup of all time, the most incredible summit of all time. It is the wholesaling, wholesaling summit to 2018.com. It is going to be the absolute best event of the year. You need to get there, expand your mind, expand your network. It is a drop in the bucket financially compared to what you will get in return. So make sure that you sign up for that at wholesaling summit 2018.com. I will be there. I'd love to meet you. And beyond that, remember, listen, if you are interested in getting to deal the fastest, getting the biggest deals, making the biggest impact in your community, then you need to use your voice. You need to use your talents. You need to use your skills and you need to talk to people. If you want the absolute best and fastest and strongest and most powerful way to do that, you need to set up a call and discuss with my TTP about my TTP program with my TTP team. It is easy. You go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP 
wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. You can schedule a call right then and there, or you can sign up for a 45 minute webinar and really get some good, just great ideas and really start to understand and pull back the onion that is talking to people. So uh, check that out. Go there today. And I hope that I am talking to you soon on our welcome call and seeing you in Asheville, North Carolina. So again, Brittany, thank you so much for spending some time with us and, and spreading so much value. And until next time, guys, I love you all. And I hope that you guys all, I encourage you all to talk to people. See you later. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.